On top of the hill were the remains of a very curious piece of antiquity. Once an altar, supposed to have been used for offering sacrifices to the sun. We heartily wished we could have had an opportunity of telling the sun beforehand of our intention of visiting his altar for a more thick, penetrating rain I think never was experienced than fell on our lot while poking over the remain of the old stones and taking the sketch which is here given. This account, published in Lady Chatterton's Rambles in the South of Ireland during the year 1838, describes a tomb whose location was lost in the mid-1800s and was presumed to have been destroyed. In January of the present year, 2024, partial remains of this very site, a late Neolithic wedge tomb, were discovered in County Kerry on the Dingle Peninsula by a local folklorist. Now, I was actually at Dingle uh, this past weekend, and I completely forgot about this article I'd read, you know, several weeks earlier, and missed my opportunity to go see it, even though I was very close by. So I'm a, a little disappointed about that. Now, uh, well, it's true that some Neolithic burial structures are built with solar alignment, as we saw in episode two, Catching the Sun, I would be skeptical that this particular tomb is any kind of sun altar, as Lady Chatterton so enthusiastically described. Unfortunately, our soggy heroine does not explain where she heard that this tomb was a sun altar, nor does she elaborate on what justifies identifying it as such. Chatterton visited Ireland nearly two decades before Max Muller published his so-called solar myth theory, in which he argued that the origins of the world's mythologies originate with sun worship. His theories fell out of favor in time, but for some reason stuck around in Celtic studies much longer than elsewhere, and can still crop up even today. The idea was around before Miller, though. Edward Davies, for instance, proposed solar origins for certain figures, such as the pseudo-legendary Welsh bard Taliesin, in his much-ridiculed Mythology and Rites of the British Druids, published in 1809. I will have much more to say about Davies, Miller, and their contemporaries when we look at Celtic revivalism in a future season. But for now, I simply wish to point out, while it is perfectly possible that there was a local folk belief that this site was a place of solar worship, that we must not assume that was its original purpose and should take the idea with a healthy pinch of salt. I will post the article about the rediscovered tomb in the show notes. Speaking of the show, welcome back to Fabula Celtica, a Celtic Studies podcast. I'm Tyler Baxter. As you can probably tell for this short episode, I am recording solo, and have just a few announcements to share about our upcoming episodes. But first, a few brief clarifications and corrections regarding our first three episodes. In episode one, Kevin asked me whether the Neanderthals might have been part of the group of Mesolithic settlers to Ireland, and I said I was pretty sure that was not the case, uh, and that these would be only Homo sapiens, and that they certainly would only be Homo sapiens. The Neanderthals went extinct about 40,000 years ago, and we're talking about 10,000 years ago for the earliest Irish settlers. So uh, yes, that is a clarification there. Neanderthals were long gone. In episode two, 
I said that the oldest pyramid in Egypt was dated to about 3700 BCE. That was a misspeaking. It was 2700 BCE is what I meant to say. Um, and uh, Newgrange, just to to clarify, we that we were comparing pyramid ages versus the Newgrange, the the Bruna Buena complex. And uh, Newgrange is dated to about 3000 BCE, so a few hundred years earlier than the oldest known pyramid of Egypt. Finally, in episode three, I said that the current, I think I said cathedral or church, it's known as Cormac's Chapel, that sits sits atop the Rock of Cashel, the royal site of Munster. I said that I thought it was dated somewhere in the mid-Middle Ages, possibly the 14th century, something like that. It was it was a little earlier than that. It was consecrated in 1134. So mid-Middle Ages was not a bad descriptor, but uh, yeah, earlier than those other centuries that I lifted, listed afterwards. Now, for the announcements. I've been wanting to try my hand at podcasting for a while and owe my co-host for the first three episodes, Kevin Collins, a huge thank you for offering his time, equipment, technology expertise, and questions and commentary, which got Fabula Celtica up and running. He even composed the intro music, which I am completely in love with. He has, however, expressed desire to take a more background role from here forward, and for the time being, we'll continue to offer our recording setup and edit the podcast, but we'll be taking a less active role in the content of the recording itself. I have asked a current master's student in the field of Celtic studies to join me as a new co-host for the upcoming episodes, so if all goes to plan, you will be properly introduced to him very soon. Kevin and I recorded the first three episodes of the podcast all in one day, so we were able to get them out one after the next without much trouble. That said, at the moment Fabula Celtica does not have a set recording schedule, this means we can't promise as much consistency as I would like, though my goal is to get as close to a fortnightly Monday release schedule as I can. We're all rather busy at the moment, but have a recording day set up for Sunday the 3rd of March. With any luck, that means we'll have new episodes for you from mid-March, allowing for uh, editing of the audio and transcribing. And we'll see if we can manage to get more consistency going forward from that point. I also promise to work with my ums and in any cases, so you can look forward to a better listening experience from here on. Thank you for listening to Fabula Celtica, a Celtic Studies podcast. Please subscribe, like, review, and share the podcast. You can follow us at Fabula Celtica on Twitter, Instagram, or Blue Sky, and you are very welcome to email us at fabulaceltica@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Gurmahagat, August Longa Full.